You're listening to the Cheaper Than a Therapist podcast with Taisha and Taylor, where we talk a lot about nothing, but in a way that's highly entertaining. From dating life to family life, we cover it all. Welcome to the Beep. show. Do this. Let's do this. Let's do the dang thing. <laughs> you sounded like every Instagram influencer I've ever heard. Let's do it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, you do. This is what you get. Oh, my mom listens to this. Oh my gosh. So my dad, one of the ladies at work had asked him about our podcast. And he was like, I don't know. I just just told. So my dad was at work and a lady asked him about our podcast. And he was like, I don't know. I don't really listen to it. But I was told specifically that I'm not supposed to listen to any of the recent ones. (laughs) (laughs) Which like, if you've listened to the last few, you know why. I I'm impressed. My mom was there, and she just like got this look on his face, on her face, and was like, "Oh, you probably shouldn't." (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, this is awkward. We don't talk about this." But they like keep making jokes about the cop, and I needed to get um, landscaping like dirt for my flower beds, and I don't have a truck, and there's no hitch on my Jeep, and so my dad no, so my dad was like, "Why don't you ask the cop if you can borrow his truck?" And I said, "It's not that kind of relationship." Like, it's a matter of convenience. (laughs) And my mom turns and looks at him because we were on FaceTime. And she turns and she goes, it's just sex, Ted. (laughs) And I was like. Heidi, bring it in. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, let's just call it a relationship of convenience. Like, it's really not even that right now. So. God, a mosquito just tried to fly in my ear. I better shut my windows. (laughs) Fuck. I can't win. Two minutes in and we've accomplished nothing. Um, We heard about your dad. Oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. I think this is delightful. I was even going to say, listening to you talk into my ear instead of through a phone is much more delightful. Oh, well, it's the sound of my voice soothing. Do you want me to tell you a bedtime story? Yes. Actually, you know, for the first time in a while, I actually don't feel so exhausted at 10 p.m., I don't know what that means. I mean, that's weird to me. Yeah, two hours. I went to bed at like nine thirty the last few nights. Yeah, because I was spent. I was tired of. No, I said I've been going to bed at nine thirty. Oh, I thought maybe we're on the same sleep cycle. We were. It's like when your periods stink up, but now you don't have one. So I do still have one. Sync up. (laughs) Well, you uh, will shortly. Right. I was just say I'm having one now. Thanks a lot, Marina. Yeah. I was optimistic. Is that actually your period or is that just spotting from it, like inserting it? Oh, uh, no, it's because they do say period, that happens. It's, uh, it's, I mean, I did spot regular like, flow. Nothing. Um, oh. which this is dumb. So I don't know. I probably jumped the gun on this <laughs> because let's be real. If you guys don't like talking about periods, then you probably want to find a different episode. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I have literally a three day period. Day one, a regular, probably could probably could put a super in, and then it's like regular in the next day, light the third day. But it's still inconvenient, especially with summer, especially having kids. It's just, I ain't got time to be having periods. Yeah. So, it's nice to the, hold a baby and change a tampon. Yeah, I. it's just exhausting. Oh my god, will you tell, if you keep hearing smacking sounds, it's because there's mosquitoes in my room. <laughs> sure, okay. Um, <laughs> Anyways, will you please tell your embarrassing tampon story? 
My embarrassing tampon story. You know the one. <laughs> about my daughter? No, the one uh, about your field trip. To the beach. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the, the people want to know. <laughs> That's funny. If anybody from my high school listens to this, they're going to be like, what the, you guys. So I grew up in a Leave it to Beaver household, straight up, you know, both parents, happily married. No one ever fought in front of us. ridiculous and my mom was like you're gonna wear a pad until you're 16 okay you're not wearing the tampons to give you whatever shock syndrome yeah so what is it anyway um toxic shock toxic shock yes and (laughs) yeah so we go away to north carolina on a basketball trip right i'm on my period everyone's going to swim in the ocean Super cool, mom. Thanks for setting me up for failure. So, you know, we run to the gas station or Walgreens or whatever was right by. We were staying on campus. And I get a box of tampons, like literally in the bathroom, reading the paper, like, "Mm, how do I put this in, right? Didn't know that you have to, like, push it up in you, like, or put, you know, put it up in you before you... push it up yeah so like I get it close and so then I just like pop it in and I'm like ew oh this is not comfortable for obvious (laughs) reasons I'm like how do people wear these this is the worst thing in the world so we're all like swimming and all of a sudden like (laughs) pops right out (laughs) full of water right you know because it's barely probably hanging out of me at this point pops right up people are like ew there's a tampon in the ocean i was like yeah that's disgusting (laughs) that's my favorite part of the stories and you just actually oh yeah who's gonna be like guilty no play along like grab that yeah yeah. What? <laughs> Let me throw that in my beach bag. <laughs> Lost my tampon. No. <laughs> we don't let like, her here. Gross. This is how the turtles die. People are so disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Forget them like choking in water bottles or choking on tampons. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I went home and thanked my mom for embarrassing me <laughs> for the rest of my life. So then I had to you go back and be like. You. I for sure, you know, I'm an instruction skimmer, like, meh, I'll figure it out. Nope. Went back and fully read the directions because I was like, ain't no way homegirl's going to play a game of basketball (laughs) with that thing flopping out. (sighs) So, yeah, that's my life. So, anyway, now I got a marina because, you know, why wouldn't you? And I'm really torn because, like, the crunchy side of me is Tasha you're fine. You have a three-day period. It's hardly that bad. You don't need a marina. And then the other side of me is like, Tasha. before you had kids, you were on birth control for like 15 years. Just kidding, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and you were fine. You never had a period. Look, you turned out great. You had three kids. It's fine. Um, 
So, yeah, and then they talk about, like, the 1%, that the, your periods never stop. Well, that's stupid. I live in that 1%. If 1% is going to happen, it's going to happen to Tasha. So, if my you period You act like you so many bad stopped, things happen. It doesn't have to be bad things. Oh. I just feel like... Well, like ah. 1% of people like are I told my doctor, Why can't I you said, be in that 1%? <laughs> only one of my doctors ever delivered my babies. Like, every other doctor, the other two... They were on vacation, and I got the wackadoo that, you know, interim. But then the one, you know, interim became my actual doctor, and then he was on vacation. And I got the guy from Toledo that's like, yeah, you want to know what the problem with this world is? Because people don't breastfeed their babies. And I was like, hmm, interesting. You know, like meth and, yeah, I don't know. That's the hill you're going to die on, huh? Yeah. So that's the problem? That's really interesting. Cool. Well, count my kids in. They're going to be part of that problem, bud. You're lucky I can't feel my legs right now or I'd kick your face. Just kidding. So, are yeah. You back to Marina. Here in we are. In that moment, there are no rules. Yeah. The first time when I moved back to Lansing and got a new um, gynecologist, because it's 2020 and we don't have to say lady doctor. <laughs> And the there, she had like a student in there with her, or like somebody was training. I don't know. Everybody got sure. Just take a look. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring them all and, in. All crowd. Yep. Yep. Just line them up. It's okay. So she pulled. She was like, talking about the IUD, and I'm like, really not a fan. I don't know. Like the like you said, the crunchy, the super crunchy side of me is like, I didn't even make it on birth control for more than I don't know <laughs> two years. The person that was studying or like in school just pulled off this IUD on like a retractable keychain and just was like, whoop, like hold it up, squeezes it so you can see how small it is and just let's go and it snaps back up. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just, you hear the horror stories on I'm like coming yeah. loose and my coworker, hers gave her back spasms so bad. So and she, terrible. yeah, never, like, her period never stopped. It actually got worse. I'm afraid it's gonna, like, go through my uterus and then start poking other organs and then I become septic and die. You had it in for, like, two days. And you're like, I've got vertigo. I've got chills. I can't stand up. It's fine. <laughs> I have allergies. water on my ear, <laughs> evidently. Maybe it's from the marina. You don't know. Get off my chair. <laughs> I, I don't know. I yeah. would be delighted to find out. So, I don't I know. I mean, didn't like, you ask your doctor before he put it in if it was going to give you cancer? Yeah, and he said no. It's clinically proven to, it, like, keeps your uterus Reduced. young. I was like, really? My uterus? Can it keep my face young? Like, can it keep my skin young? I mean, I appreciate that my uterus is going to stay young. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, he said it can reduce uterine cancer by 50%. But then if you, like, Google the side effects, it's like, oh, any cancer that, you know, is, whatever, responsive to, like, female hormones. So, like, progesterone, obviously, you know, it can increase your risk of breast cancer. I was like, oh, for shit's sake. It's not one thing, it's the next. Is this worth it? I don't know. We'll see. Because I, I don't need it for the birth control purpose with Joe's vasectomy. Right. But, like, if I'm still going to have my period, then that's stupid. 
I mean, I have mine all the time. It's actually really convenient for me that you do have a period, though, because every time we go on trips, I never <laughs> remember tampons, and you always have, like, an emergency supply of, like, 15 in your bag. I'm like, cool, enough for us to share for a few days. Yeah, because I'm a <laughs> Better mom, someone has to be responsible. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever so need to be, because you enable me. Yeah, see? Oh, it's so true. But I will say, like, I told our friend Rochelle Ridersack that I mm-hmm. did order some of her weird tampons to try because like quarantine what else do you have to do and I don't hate them but I also have a don't dirty trust finger. them quite as much <laughs> well you're literally at home it's like two steps from the toilet to the sink well that's true you know so like now's the time to use them. You don't trust save them the planet. Much? One plastic applicator at a time. Yeah, like they're I don't feel like they're quite as secure as other brands I've used. Let's be real, I've used the same brand for like what feels like ten years. What's so, your brand? Equate? The purple box? <laughs> Fuck. You like the pearl? I'm the radiant boxes. The regular Not the pearl. Ooh, maybe the radiant. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's I the radiant. That's a purple the... box for sure. Blue yep, applicator. See? Mm-hmm. good old regular my mom People had the cardboard the cardboard applicator because not comfortable you know burns trash and apparently cardboard is safer for the environment than plastic so she's doing her part there but you couldn't use a tampon until you were like you know able to drive i don't know how that was correlated or 18 i don't know or until you bought your own box and figured it out and let your first one float in the ocean. <laughs> I don't really know her mind, her thoughts behind it. I just feel like we should spend this episode telling embarrassing period stories. Like, I don't feel like I have, no matter how old you are, when you're on your period, if you stand up in a public place, you're like, get to check the chair real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so my peek. sister, my sister, bless her heart. She's like the, the planner and just like always wants to go over the top with things. So she wants to put together like this period bag for my niece for, you know, when she starts someday. So like an extra pair of undies, some pads, some deodorant. I don't know if you start your period, you think more, whatever. Um, And I was like, huh. I mean, that's a super cool idea. She go put it in her locker and then her friend's like, oh, what you got in there? Nothing, just my period pack. Uh, I mean, but I guess I feel like I'd rather have it. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I'd rather have it than not. But what did I? I always keep like a. It's a like my doll in it, you know, because see that's smart. Not that you know what to do with it, but that way you're just not caught unprepared because like that's the worst feeling. Like I'd rather have it in my locker than be like, oh god, I've got nothing. I need to call my mom. Yeah. Um, because that's not a conversation anybody wants to have. I, I guess unless you're like one of those parents that communicate with their children. Thank you, sweet Jesus. I wasn't like <laughs> sitting at school and got up and like, oh my goodness, my pants are red. Every girl's worst fear. Oh, Am for sure. And like you just hope somebody would be nice enough to tell you. Because yeah. high school is full of bitches. But oh, the other side sure. of it, so like now I always typically always have like a little red bag, which a weird choice of colors just was an old Ipsy bag. And so I had that in my car, like just with tampons, like, you know, emergency supplies, just in case like you're always on the road. And I pulled it out one day 
and I swear, I think I was like meeting my brother somewhere, like stopping at my parents' house or something. He was like, "Is that your rag bag?" I believe that's what he called it. I was like, what the fuck? "I was like, actually, yes." Like he was like, "Poor," he was like half kidding or something, and I'm like, "I mean, you're not wrong. It's full of tampons." Sure. That's funny. Here we are. It. Your rag bag. I yeah. like it. Like, your period pouch. Your rag bag. Your period pouch. <laughs> Oh my god. Anywho, so that was a good 15 minutes of talking about bodily functions. Can't wait for me to listen to that at their upcoming family events. Yeah, for sure. I mean, somebody's got to talk about them. That way we don't have friends like... I'm going to keep talking about Rochelle just because she's a... You know, we've talked about her tampons a lot. Right. You know, where they don't feel comfortable leaving the wrappers in the bathroom (laughs) and they pick up the wrappers and take them with them. We need to talk more about periods. (laughs) Bless her. We love her. Oh, that's funny. Make periods. Yeah. The norm. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm only on, you know, week one of the Moreno. We'll see if we make it five years. I can't tell. Like, usually I get a good vibe if you're like, okay, you're going to stick with this. I was surprised you did it that fast. But I also just cannot. You caught me at a vulnerable moment. Like, tell if you're going to leave it or not. I said, can you give me an ablation? And he was like, "Uh, are you passing a lot of clots? I was like, no. He's like, do you have a really bad period? I was like, no, it's like three days. And then I realized (laughs) as I'm saying this, I was like, those are all wrong answers, right? And he's like, yeah. Yep. He's like, you're not getting an ablation. He's like, plus it's a surgery. There could always be complications. You could have chronic pain. I was like, mm, my sister had one. I'll risk it. So then he's like, why don't you do the Mirena? It like, you know, can reduce your risk of 50% for uterine cancer. And it keeps your uterus young. And you don't have a period. And it's for five years. You're good to go. Clearly a dude telling you, like, doesn't even say the risk. Just like, yeah. It's great. It's making me number one. This is what I would do. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I fell for it. Oh, so then they're like, hey, yeah, we'll you're run like your insurance. Right in there. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's completely free. Like, you don't even have to do a copay. And I was like, is this because Bayer is like, you know what? Hey. Oh, no, it's not. I don't work for Bayer. Just kidding. <gasps> My company. Is like, we'll do whatever it takes to keep people from having babies. So we'll cover That's that 100%. True. 100% true. no fee. Yep. So then I was like, it. put no. two up there just in case. Yeah. What can it hurt? And so, you know, then you get to the day and you're like, huh, did I jump the gun? Should I have thought about this first? <laughs> of course, I didn't research it until after it was inside of me. Which is really surprising because you asked your doctor about it before and you're like will this give me cancer and then you had the whole conversation but like usually you're the type to go research it and so yeah, I was I very surprised I know I was like, too busy like so I don't know parenting I had other things on my mind yeah I don't know I let myself down man I let myself down it's so thousands of people then I reached of thousands out of millions of people yeah have them. stop I reached out to my coworker my old coworker, and I was like, hey, did you ever that Marin? She was like, uh, yeah, I remember I had back spasms so bad. Like, it still affects me. And I was like, dang it. Um, yeah. So, it'll be fine, guys. It'll be fine. We'll see. I'm going to give it, like, three months. If I still have a period in three months, I'm going to call him and be like, yo, let's take this out. I mean, I haven't done, like, the, the 
personal exam where you like, you know, see if you can feel the plastic string yet because, you know, bloody, I should probably just do it in the shower, but you got to bend down and I can slip and fall. It's risky. So got to slip and fall at home is my worst fear. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, if you have Morena horror stories, like hit me up, let me know. But also, if you had it for five like years, a week, it was like... great, and it didn't suck out of your uterus and damage your other organs or get stuck, I literally, I didn't even think of this until now. When I went in for my follow-up appointment post-Conley, I was in the room beside a girl where, like, he couldn't even find it. And he even said, you're the first person I've ever had that, like, it's lost. It's just, it's gone. Why Why didn't I think of that? Dang it. We better get it out it's while It's like when you're pregnant good. for the first time and you're looking like every time you go to the bathroom for your mucus plug and now you're <laughs> like looking for your IUD. <laughs> it's so true. You know what's funny though? I never lost my mucus plug with my third kid though. But maybe that's because he came too. And if you so haven't like... had kids, don't Google that yet. Just let yeah, it be surprised. No, it is... It is the most disgustingly coolest thing ever because it's, I can't even explain it. You hear about it and you're like, that's really weird. But until like it happens and then you want to examine it and you're like, what the, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, guys. Like 50% I can't wait. of the people listening will be like, yeah, that sounds really cool. And every 50% are be like, I'm never listening to this again. <laughs> You're disgusting. It's fine. If you've already had kids. I just you remember you telling about. me about it and you're like, <laughs> I won't go into detail. You did very much enjoy examining it. It was, it was cool. Like it's, you know, you hear about it and then you're like, <gasps> but then you automatically think, you know, especially first kid, like, oh my God, I'm going to go into labor. Like I better start packing. I better get my life together. And then like three weeks go by and you're overdue and. Your doctor's like, mm, how about we just induce you? And I was like, okay. So if you lose your music, mucus plug and people tell you, oh, be careful, 24 hours, you're going to have a baby. They're liars. I went three weeks. So. God, that. so we've now we've talked, talked about, about periods so and mucus plugs. Anything else about the vagina we would like to discuss today? <laughs> um, no, but I swear my friend just told me because she has an IUD. That her doctor put it in upside down. I think that's possible. And I couldn't understand. And I'm like, what kind of wackadoo doctor on the curbside do you go to? Because that's not how it works. And I was trying to explain to her, like, I know how this works. Like, I put these in cattle. <laughs> because, you know, that's how we relate everything. Right. And then my doctor said, you know, this probably came from cattle. Like, there's so much shit that comes from animals that we use now. And I was like, reassuring that. This is true. Yeah. Why is my gynecologist a guy? He cannot relate to me and he doesn't understand. And how did I trust him? I let myself down, guys. I let myself down. But it's fine. There's great doctors that are dudes. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a male. God, I'm trying to remember. So my first gynecologist or my first baby doctor was a female. But then my next two... Because with mm -hmm. June, I had Dr. Irwin, and then with uh, Conley, it was Dr. Monk. Both of them were guys. I don't know. I always want to ask, like, so you're just used to it. what made you 
you know, what, what were you like? Yeah, for sure. Gynecology. You like delivering babies? Like, what's the... So then he tells me, this is all over the place. We got to talking, and I don't even know how this came up. Oh, because I said I live in that 1%, you know, like, only my actual doctor delivered one of my children. The other two were on vacation. Um, and he goes, I delivered your kid? And I was like, yeah, for Irwin, because he was scuba diving in Mexico. And you freaked out because my daughter had a shoulder dystocia. And he goes, yeah, you see this gray hair on my head? You have caused some of that. Mm -hmm. Because he was brand new, like straight out of um, whatever it's called. School? His clinical, yeah. Or like their, uh, yeah. like their residency. Residency. And, uh, like, I literally pushed three times and she came out. But, like, at one point he was like, stop, 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 her shoulder's stuck. Um, and so, like, afterwards he kept making it such a big deal. And then Dr. Irwin was like, it was fine. Like, she came out, like, it was fine. And so then he's telling me at this appointment and he's like, you have no idea how serious that is. And he goes, I wasn't about to tell you in that moment, obviously, because, you know, you're having a baby and post baby. He's like, but when a shoulder gets stuck, like the head is already through the canal and a baby can only hold its breath for so long. So like either the baby doesn't make it or we break its shoulder. Like we don't have a lot of options at that point. He's like, and coming right out of residency and you do that to me, you have no idea. I literally was freaking out. And I'm like, uh, okay. You didn't <laughs> and he's show like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you played a cool bud. He's like, but I wasn't about to tell you that now or then, but I'll tell you that now. And I was like, uh, okay, thanks. Th thanks for keeping it cool and making it work. She's uh, here and she's thriving. She was just a big yeah. baby. So good to know, you know, a shoulder dystocia is a big deal, guys, for anyone that cares to know. I don't know. Unless you're pregnant. That's fine. Yeah, it's it'll be fine, guys. It'll be fine. <gasps> oh. A part of me is so glad to be done with that stage, you know, of life, having babies, but then it's like, oh, I just wanna snuggle the babies. You know, it's a it's a vicious internal I mean, struggle. You don't really have many friends that are still having babies. Just a few that are left. Uh, yeah. Right? When are you going to get off? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <clears throat> Any babies in the near future are purely accidental, and I will love them anyways. After Absolutely. I go through that, you know, freak out phase. Uh, yeah. It'll be fine. I'll give you all the things. I still have some stuff. I don't know why. So, you know, like, if you need a, a Solly baby wrap, I got you covered. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could list that stuff on Facebook. Could you even put your baby in a wrap? Uh, now? yeah, the Solly baby. Could I now? <laughs> no, he's like 30 pounds of mass. I try to he's carry him boy. on my back in like an ergo and he gives me back pain. 30 pounds. So he had his one year well child checkup. He's 14 months now, but you know, COVID, whatever. And she's like, uh, so he's like walking and running around and I was like, <laughs> no um he doesn't mm. like to walk he would rather just look at me just and put his hands up and be like ma, 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 ma. she's like yes yeah. so um we really would like to see him walk by 16 months and if he's not let me know and i'll send an in-home therapist over and i was like 
all right, let's do this every day. Come on, bud. We're going to start going for walks. He gets so angry. He's got like the one dead leg that just wants to, you know, like keep straight, swing out wide. I was like, mm, that's not ideal. So they might have to, you know, meet with a. <laughs> I'm optimistic he's going to. It's pull not like it a physical together. therapist, like an occupational therapist. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know She's what they call them for in-home kids. But none of my other two walked before 14 months, so I wasn't really concerned about it. But, you know, I said, okay, well, bud, this, we're I in I don't really month. think you're too concerned with many of your kids after the first one. You get all your anxiety out on, on Wyatt. Oh, and then yeah, you wonder why he's 100%. an anxious kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is so true. It is so true. We did all the things. We had the cart cover we had the you're at the restaurant the high chair cover you didn't touch anything like june's eating food off the floor at this point guys it's fine <laughs> conley probably, probably his cup it. has stood out for three days like is this look clean did we have we used this meh maybe fine for fresh water yeah it's it is a whole different world it is so true and for the moms to stay anal for all your kids like good for you Good for you, and I'm glad you have that energy, because I gave up. I don't. I don't even have kids yet. <laughs> Just wait. You're first. You're going to be like, so I love watching Facebook where they're like, here's the hand sanitizer. Like, please, please sanitize it. Please wash your hands. Don't take your shoes off. Get out of, just don't come until they're one, okay? You know, by the way, you're like, yeah, please was... come over, bring everybody so you can hold the baby so I can, like, throw some laundry in, like, wash up some dishes quick. Do you mind? Lift your feet. I'm going to run the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, we had a happy hour, like a virtual happy hour for work the other night. And our one coworker has two young kids and the oldest is a girl. And I mean, she's probably, well, I don't know, four or five. And it's like very kind of studious and nerdy and um his words like nerdy he's like, you know we'll be fine like sitting in a corner with a tablet for six hours and you would never know she was there but the boy the younger one is like pure tornado and he's like if you hear silence you freak out with their oldest like it's fine it's just how she is i'm convinced that people think it's so cool to have kids and then you're handed this thing that you're supposed to take care of that is naturally bent on killing itself. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's probably pretty accurate because, like, kids just, sure, especially the ones that are, like, fearless. They jump off stuff and chase things and, yeah. you know, do all uh-huh. the things. But I was like, that's how I feel about kids. It's just bent to, it cannot do anything on its own. Like, you have to be, God, that kind of commitment just gives me anxiety yeah, right now. For sure. Oh, and it is, yeah, it's never ending, but it's good. It's great. Everybody should do it once. Just to see. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's why you should have kids. No. But remember how you didn't think we would have even like 10 minutes of content? And look at us. We rolled through 33 minutes. Of I know. Some good. I told you you had to carry the conversation, talk. and here we are. <laughs> We've talked about periods, mucus plugs, and your baby's. Shoulder dystocia. Yeah, a kid that doesn't want to walk. We covered it all. I'm a live alert awake enthusiastic. I'm a live alert awake enthusiastic. 
No? You want me to keep going? Mm. I'm alive, alert, awake. Yeah. I'm awake, alert, alive. I'm alive, alert, awake, enthusiastic. Okay. I love when you sing to me. I sing that to my children. I sing some I queen to, to you. Them. You sing camp songs. Kids songs. Yep. That was from, anything from 4-H camp. camp. Duh. I'm Did still pretty good. Is yeah, I... Oh. I feel like I was a counselor at it one year. Of Why course is my memory you were. so bad? Okay, first of all, I got nothing. Yeah, of course I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sounds about right. We sure. On that note, yeah, we will be back soon in the first episode that will hopefully be up on a Thursday in quite a while. <laughs> hey, Kay. back in business. Bye. Bye.